This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. And we are coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. Whether you're looking to purchase a new home or refinance yours, Rocket Mortgage can help you get there for homes. Oh, excuse me. I'm going too fast there. Sometimes you got to slow down. For home loan solutions that fit your life, Rocket can. I'm going to slow down. I'm going to have a good time here for the next hour. This is as much time I got left. I get started tonight, every weeknight, 10 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Pacific. And we've talked about Alabama. We've talked about the college football playoff. We've talked about disappointing quarterbacks. We've talked about natural grass versus turf in the NFL. We've talked about Cooper Cup and his injury. We've talked about Dallas Goddard. We've talked about Matthew Stafford not needing to come back and play. For what? We've talked about Heineke. We've talked about Wentz. We've talked Russell Wilson. We even talked about an NFL player, Aaron Patrick, who is suing the NFL over his ACL tear because he slipped on a sideline mat. He's suing everybody. ESPN, I'm suing you. I'm suing the NFL. I'm suing the Chargers. I'm suing the stadium. I'm suing everybody. Should have done a better job protecting me. His name is Aaron Patrick. Good luck to him. I don't think he's going to win anything, but maybe he gets some type of settlement on his way out of the league. I doubt he plays anymore. Anyway. I'm hanging out here with my main man, super producer and host, Dave Shepard. And and this is a story or just an issue that has been going on and but just just it's tied into sports, quite frankly. Just like everything else. Sports is is tied into everything because it's a business, it doesn't operate in the sieve. It's here. Crypto. Yes, cryptocurrency is having an effect on sports. And it has me, I don't want to say in stitches, because it's very serious. People have invested and people have put money into it. And some of this money is gone. A lot of this money is gone. And even the sports world has been affected by cryptocurrency. Hey, Shep, you you got crypto? Uh, No, I do not. You don't have crypto? Okay. I don't either. I did. I didn't lose any, but I I don't have crypto right now. Here you have a digital currency that is just operates separate and outside of the traditional banking system, is unregulated, 
and as a result is extremely volatile. You might as well be able to go outside and hustle a blade of grass. Like everything has value. Just depends on how much people are willing to to spend on it. So if I roll up to you and I say, hey, I got a blade of grass. Are you going to buy it for a hundred bucks? And you are. Then this blade of grass has one hundred dollars of value. And so we all know about the cryptocurrency craze that has grown over the past several years. So much so that we've even had just traditional businesses get involved in it. Athletes are signing deals with crypto, you know, typical banks or trading places. And we got arenas being named with crypto, crypto crypto.com arena with the Staples Center in Los Angeles. And you have all these different companies and that are basically marketplaces. They're, they're in essence banks for crypto. Trading houses for people to move their money around and invest in. But is it the safest thing? I told you it's not regulated. And so it was always very, very odd to me, and maybe not so much, when the Miami Heat arena in, in, in downtown Miami forever was called the American Airlines Arena. Got one in Miami, got one in Dallas. And then last year, they decided to terminate the deal with American Airlines or American Airlines wasn't going to pay enough. And the arena decided to take on FTX, which is basically, uh, or was, because it's, it's now been going bankrupt, this was a, a crypto trader. And it went bankrupt last week because you had a bunch of people decide to take their money out of the company to the tune of $6 billion, of which was not available. They didn't get a, a, a hook. Nobody came in to save them and help them. And now they declared bankruptcy. And it was just last year that they got a new name. I want you to listen to this. This is WPLJ Local 10. This is this is Miami's arena getting that new name last year. Well, developing now, a crypto collapse has left the home of the Miami Heat without a sponsorship name. The company that bought the naming rights, FTX, declared bankruptcy, and signage appears to be coming down at the arena already. Local 10's Joseph Ojo in Miami with the latest. And with the crypto giant FTX filing for bankruptcy, the big question at this time is, what will the arena that the Miami Heat play in be named? For over a year, we have known it as FTX Arena, but that name will soon change again. After the company abruptly announced it will be filing for Chapter 11 bankruptcy, the Miami Heat and County releasing a joint statement that reads, Miami-Dade County and the Miami Heat are immediately taking action to terminate our business relationships with FTX, and we will be working together to find a new naming rights partner for the arena. The arena just got the name last year. Like, it's been FTX Arena for a year. They had an agreement, a 20-year agreement, $135 million, and now the company is just kaput. Because the, the, the Miami Heat Arena said, oh, yeah, well, well, we'll, we'll take their money. Like, come on. I mean, damn. And it's not just the arena. 
Like they, they are athletes who have been involved in this and guys who have endorsed crypto, Steph Curry, Naomi Osaka, Tom Brady. We're talking about big, huge name athletes. Sponsorship deals with a, a company that's basically here today and gone tomorrow. There's another big trader. Cade Cunningham of the Detroit Pistons. It's been reported that last year he wanted his 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 bonus signing his initial contract in, in crypto. Well, the company that he was working with is basically also belly up. And so whether you're a professional athlete, whether you're an arena, you're dealing with crypto and, and now you're you're getting kicked about it? You're, you're losing big time playing with something that's, that's funny money? Tim Tebow, he sat down with Coindesk. And of course, Tim Tebow, he knows everything, right? Tim Tebow can walk on water. Tim Tebow, this is his advice. Or, or maybe these are his thoughts on athletes getting paid in crypto. I don't know what the right answer is in all reality. I don't know what the different salaries of those that have asked for it to be in crypto or Bitcoin. Um, I don't know what it, what it looked like, what they actually have in their, in their deals, in their deal points. I mean, I do think that a, a lot of uh, these negotiations are changing with athletes, that it's not the same as it, it was. Um, so that's a, a conviction that um, a young man or woman has and, and what they're trying to set up, um, you know, who am I to say that that's not something they can ask for? Um, but at the same time, I just think for all of us, it's important that we all just try to get as educated as possible and learn, um, you know, from the past, learn in the present, and so that we can adapt to the future and what is coming. Yeah, Tim Tebow don't know a damn thing about crypto either. Look at this headline. This is from last year, last August. Number one pick, Cade Cunningham, to be paid in Bitcoin via partnership with BlockFi. That was a year ago, August, last year. BlockFi right now, today, in the Wall Street Journal, BlockFi prepares for potential bankruptcy as crypto contagion spreads. Now, if you're Cade Cunningham and you know you got millions of dollars coming your way, I guess you'll be okay, right? If you're Tom Brady and you have a sponsorship deal with FTX, you might be missing out on, I don't know, 10 or $20 million. And yeah, that might hurt Tom Brady. Probably not. We got people all over the world. and There are people I know. They put money in and they missed it by a day or two and now they're suffering. They're hurting for it. And so is this whole crypto thing, is it a good idea? Is it a bad idea? The Miami Heat Arena, they learned their lesson. I think Cade Cunningham, he's learned his lesson, but these are people with tons of money. They can afford, if and I, I ain't counting nobody's money, although I am, they can afford to lose it better than you or I. Chris Paul. He sat down with someone who's a billionaire. His name is Mark Cuban. Chris Paul on Crypto Clean, he asked Mark Cuban, hey, man, what do you think about this whole cryptocurrency thing? This is what a billionaire had to say about it. 
it comes to crypto and blockchain and stuff, how do you feel about that? I, I think it's a, a big part of the future. Right. I really, really do. But I think people are looking at it the wrong way. Hmm. People get really amped up about um, the price of the, the currency, cryptocurrencies, right? right? The tokens. And they think that's really what crypto is, but it's not. That's the noise, right? The signal is, if I were going to start a business, how can I use this new technology to give myself a competitive advantage and disrupt an industry? Uh, Touche, he has a point. We see what happened with the currency. A lot of this crypto stuff, unfortunately, has been smoke and mirrors here today, gone tomorrow. Do I think the concept of cryptocurrency and digital money is going anywhere? No. I mean, people have been doing backwater money and behind the scenes. This is just a new way to do it digitally. I'm not placing it in a criminal space, but I do believe digital currency is not going anywhere. We're not going backwards in regards to technology. We're going forward. It's just a matter of regulation. And right now, where's the regulation for cryptocurrency? Where is it? There is none. You can sell and trade. It's volatile. It's the wild, wild west. And so the Miami Heat Arena, they wanted to jump on the trend. And now they're paying for it. They thought that they were going to get $135 million over the next 20 years. That ain't happening. The company doesn't exist. Cade Cunningham wanted to get his whole signing bonus in cryptocurrency from BlockFi. BlockFi is getting ready to file for bankruptcy just a year later. Steph Curry losing money and Tom Brady losing money. And damn it, these are guys who make buckets and boatloads of money. And so it's just crazy to me that something like crypto where people are spending money and investing money and putting it into banks and FTX and Coinbase and BlockFi, that these companies were the hottest thing on earth a year ago. And now they're going out of business. I think crypto will stick around. Digital currency is not going anywhere. At some point, yes, it will be regulated. I don't know. Maybe 50 years from now, 60 years from now, maybe 100 years from now, we'll just have a global currency that's digital. I don't know. I know this much. Sometimes ain't nothing wrong with just cold, hard cash. Something is there's there's nothing wrong with just sticking to tradition. I remember at one point in time, Randy Moss, you might recall this, he got in a little bit of trouble with a uh, a traffic officer. And Randy Moss, he was talking to the media after he was fined and punished. And they asked him, well, Randy, how are you going to go out there and take care of your fine? And this is Randy Moss's response at the time. If you don't write checks, how do you pay these guys? Straight cash, homie. <laughs> Straight cash homie I don't think sports is going to run away from cryptocurrency I don't think athletes are going to run away from their payments I don't think this is the last of an arena name damn it it, can you imagine if crypto.com arena if crypto.com sinks their CEO 
is based on the other side of the planet, I believe Singapore, and he's already trying to tell everybody, no, we'll be okay. We'll be okay. You're going to be better than everybody else. Digital currency isn't going anywhere. But everybody who wanted to hop on a bandwagon right away, they are being forced to slow the hell down. Not all money is good money, even when it's digital. Listen one more time. Take the advice of Randy Moss. When it comes to dealing with any type of money, this is how you should do it. If you don't write checks, how do you pay these guys? Straight cash, homie. Yeah, this crypto thing is just out of control. What are your thoughts on on this this crypto craze? Uh, are the athletes ridiculous for getting involved? Uh, I feel they got the money to burn. You know, I'm not I'm not feeling sorry for Tom Brady. I'm not feeling sorry for the the city of Miami that they took on this money from FTX, which doesn't exist. Everybody knew this was risky. Not everybody has the money to go out and risk. It's like going to Vegas. You go in there with a budget or you go in there to destroy yourself. It's a situation right now that is going to continue to evolve. It's the JR Sport Re Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio, 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. I'm going to get back to your phone calls, and then I want to tell you about someone who is uh, – He's getting paid by the Yankees. No, it's not Aaron Judge. And I'm certain he's going to get paid in cash. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here on CBS Sports Radio. If you don't write checks, how do you pay these guys? Straight cash, homie. <laughs> You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. I've been listening to you maybe 10, 11 months, and I always appreciate you being poignant, intelligent, and exact when you have to be. Call in now at 855 212 4CBS. It's the JR Sport Brief show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. Right before we went to break, we were talking about crypto. Yeah, cryptocurrency. Digital currency unregulated. You have arenas. The former American Airlines Arena down in Miami. FTX Arena, which is basically a crypto trading bank. They tell the Miami Heat, they tell the city of Miami, hey, we got $135 million for you. This is a 20-year deal. This was last year. FTX declared bankruptcy. Cade Cunningham, the number one overall pick in last year's draft, he signed a deal to receive his bonus to be paid in Bitcoin via another, you could consider it a bank, called BlockFi. They're in the process of declaring bankruptcy. I mean, the Lakers... And one of the biggest naming rights deals ever, or not the Lakers specifically, but the home of the Lakers. What was formerly the Staples Center, owned by AEG Entertainment, 
is now called Crypto.com Arena. We have athletes who have sponsorship deals. Probably not see a dime of that money now. And sure, what's losing $20 million, $10 million for a Steph Curry or a Tom Brady? But we got quote-unquote normal everyday people who are, some people are hitting home runs in the crypto and some people are losing big. It's a tricky thing. This is brand new. I don't think digital currency is going anywhere. But we've seen the volatility here. And if you're a professional athlete, maybe you have the money to lose. I'd tread very carefully regardless of who you are. And by the way, someone who doesn't have to worry about this, he's going to get his money in cash, Anthony Rizzo. He's agreed to a two-year deal with a potential third-year option with the New York Yankees. Rizzo is going to get $17 million per year. And if you're a Yankees fan, this is probably good news because him and Judge are like the thickest thieves. And so hopefully that Aaron Judge will decide to, you know, make his return to the New York Yankees. Hal Steinbrenner's been on a little bit of a tour recently letting everybody know that we're going to pay this man. A matter of fact, This is what Hal Steinbrenner had to say about speaking with Aaron Judge recently. I have had more than one conversation with Aaron since the season ended. I'll leave it at that. Very positive conversation. Do you feel confident that he is going to wind up in pinstripes? I have made it clear to him that is is our wish. He means a lot to this organization, and I've made it clear to him we're going to do everything we can to, to make that happen. If it doesn't happen, we will move on the best we can. But there's no doubt he means a lot to the organization and a lot to the fan base, rightfully so. Yeah, well, I think Aaron Judge is going to get his money in cash, too. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Nick is calling from Reno, Nevada. I like Reno. A lot of gambling out there. You're on CBS Sports Radio. How you doing, boss? I'm excellent. <laughs> yeah, um, I like your uh, topic. You know, I, I think the athletes absolutely cannot afford uh, to put any of their bonuses in crypto. You get paid a $10 million bonus. That's taxable the day that hits. So if crypto's at, let's say, 60 last year, now it's sitting at 16, you owe $5 million in taxes. That's worth about $2 million. You're underwater. So I think it's crazy. It's gambling. No, absolutely it's gambling. I'll tell you this much, and thank you, Nick, for calling from Reno. He knows about gambling. You go to the airport in Reno. By the time you get to the terminal, it's like, hey, here's a, here's a slot machine. Last year, Kate Cunningham. Many hardworking people still don't have access to cost-efficient, reliable options to save and invest. Their ease of use, democratic and consensus underpinnings, and ability to evolve over time. Yeah, that's something that Kate Cunningham said about BlockFi, where he agreed to have his money paid to him in Bitcoin. And BlockFi is likely going to declare bankruptcy just like FTX did. Henry Collin from San Jose, you're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, JR. What's up, Henry? Go ahead. Yeah, uh, I like your topic because when you said it's so volatile, it reminds me of when I was working at General Electric and nobody was paying attention to me until I was working two jobs, 
Then all of a sudden, I was getting invited to go to a house with a bunch of people, and it was a pyramid scheme. For everybody who started at the beginning of it, they were making money, but those who were at the end of it, you wasn't getting anything. So that's a, that's the way it goes, you know. You got to just take the lean green. Okay. All right. Thank that's you. The Thank way you. It, that's the way it should be. All right. Thank you, Henry, for calling from San Jose. Leroy from Atlanta. You're on CBS Sports Radio. JR, JR what's up, man? How are you? You talking about that, you talking about that Fugazi? <laughs> you talking about that confetti tonight, man? Yo, uh, the Lakers, man, That that's why it's the Crips. <laughs> I mean, the, their game has killed that arena, arena before uh, – Cryptocurrency won't tell you it looks like. But, yeah, man, they you got to get it in cash. You can't mess around with, you know, digits and numbers. I don't really like debit cards. Tell you the truth. <laughs> what, you got a lot of money under that mattress, huh? Uh, no, but still. <laughs> you know, man, look, it's nothing like smelling new money. I don't have a lot of, I ain't saying that, but it's still, you know, when you go to the chilling machine and you pull out whatever you get out, if it's brand new money, it's nothing like it. But check this out. Check this out to y'all. This this cap seemed a lot like what happened uh, during the Titanic. When they sank, all those rich people, I mean, they... They had a chance to uh, switch over to paper money, and I don't think they wanted to. Let me see what happened to them. But, hey, okay. you know, Brady got to spell. He'll be all right. Yeah, no, a, a lot of these folks, and thank you, Leroy, for calling from Atlanta. These are these are people who got buckets and, and boatloads of money. I don't think Tom Brady going to be hurting because FTX crashed. Lucky's calling from San Francisco. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Good evening, Jim. How you doing, my man? I'm very well, man. What's up? Uh, I just wanted to say, uh, investing in that crypto uh, currency, that's like, you know, going to grab a couple of fives and twenties from the Monopoly and putting it in your pockets and you're rich. <laughs> you know, that, that's, <laughs> that's, not, that's not a smart thing. <laughs> and so I've even invested myself for like 10 or 20 shares and that's only amounts of maybe about twenty dollars, so I would never do that again. Oh, so you you've been you've been snake bitten just a little bit by crypto? Well, just a little bit because you know I, I, I'm I'm a small investor in a few stocks, and I, I decided to jump on the train, and I'm glad I only you know spent like five dollars on it because if not, you know, I'd have been pissed off if I'm the rest of these jokers. Yeah, well, I mean, some of us have more money to lose than others. And, and quite frankly, there are people who, who spend, and this is their job. Their job is to to invest, and they got money to burn. They got money to lose. I don't think uh, most of us have that luxury. And I think uh, whether you're a professional athlete or you're an arena operator, we got a lot of people right now who are just learning the hard way. Right, exactly. And I want to give you a uh... – give some of your callers a shout-out, Jr. because uh, they're doing some things I wish I could be doing, and I'm at work right now. What's that, drinking? <laughs> Something, man. 
A lot of them sound like they had a, a, a couple of glasses of Absolute or some cognac, man. Let me get that. Oh, well, what do you do, if you don't mind me asking, what are you doing for work? Uh, I work for, uh, for uh, Mr. Musk, man, at, at Tesla in Fremont. Oh, you work at Tesla. Well, are the cars, yeah. aren't those cars operating themselves? You could have a drink. Yeah, but I wouldn't, I, I'm not trusting the, some AI robot to drive me around. I'd rather have my own hands around the wheel. Thank you. I, I understand that. We're going to have to talk to uh, the new owner of Twitter, Elon. Let's ask him, okay? Right, right. All right, Jerry, have a good one, my man. Thank you, Lucky, for calling from San Francisco. How about that, Shep? He works He works at Tesla. What are the you odds? Want what, you, you want one of them cars? I'm, I'm good. I don't need a car in this place. Oh, in New York, you don't need a car. One place a car is unnecessary. When I lived in New York, well, I didn't live in the city. I needed a car. He it costs more money than it does to actually have a car. Say again? It's more of an inconvenience to have a car than it is to not have a car in New York City. In New York City? Hell yeah. Oh, wow. Unless you're Elon Musk. Or unless you are uh, Jeff Bezos. I mean, it's got to have a lot of cash, a lot of bread. Anyway, Elon Musk. He's a busy guy. Yeah, he likes attention too. Yeah. He's he's running Twitter into the ground, which I didn't know was possible. (laughs) But uh, he's, he's, he's doing his part, I guess. Interesting. Sean is here from North Carolina. What's up, Sean? Hey, JR. How you doing, man? Hey, um, I love listening to you on WFAM, but when the Nets are on, man, I can't listen to that. I got to switch over to CBS and listen to you. Thank Um, you, man. What's up? Hey, the crypto, man. I know I've had a lot of people try to talk me into buying crypto, you know, over the last year. And I know some people that have gone under from it. And as soon as you saw that China wasn't going to take it, they weren't going to accept it as money. There's no way you would invest in it. And that was that was about a year ago, or nine months ago. So I don't I don't know why people didn't get out then. When you got a big trader like China that's not going to take it, that's a sign. So anyway, um, real quick question on uh, Rizzo signing with the Yanks. Yes. Do you think that Do you really think that that helps Judge? I uh, think so. Yeah, I think because they 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 get along. I mean, sure. If somebody says, here's, here's a trillion dollars, I'm going to be like, I like you, but I'm leaving you. I think yeah. it's a is – it, is it the big step? Is it like they signed his wife to a long-term deal? No. But I, it's a little bit, and I think it, 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 it does say something that they're, A, still going to stay competitive. That's something that Hal Steinbrenner has told the public. We're going to stay competitive even with Judge. Hal Steinbrenner said he told that to judge that even if we pay you, we're going to spend elsewhere. And so I think this is uh, it does count for something. It does. All right. So if they sign judge and they sign Rizzo and Steinbrenner said in that yes interview that he likes the kids, uh, Cabrera, um, Volpe. Yes. Volpe. And uh, what's the show? The shortstop Perazzo. Yes. Perazzo. Yes. So. I think he's, I think you'll see those guys all playing because they're obviously cheaper. Um, and then you bring back DJ, and then you bring back uh, Ben and Tani. It may not be a bad team if the kids pan out. And uh, just one other question on the Giants. So Tiki Barber, you know, I listen to WFN all day, man. I'm like a junkie. Tiki Barber's talking about, uh, you know, Odell coming back. He had a conversation with John Mara. You know, it was very vague, and he doesn't know anything. But it sounds like he may come back. 
do you think if he comes back that he is more mature than his last go around with the Giants and can handle it now? He's thirty now, a little bit older, you know. I will assume have... I will assume as a human being, as someone who's been through this and going through the injuries that he is more mature. But having said that, he's still the same guy about a year ago. Uh, him and his dad forced his exit out of Cleveland utilizing social media and throwing the quarterback under the bus. So uh, I, I wouldn't be prepared to say that. I'd be more concerned with his injury history. I don't think Odell Beckham Jr. makes enough of a difference with the New York Giants right now to push them over the edge. I think what he did last year was absolutely perfect for him. He joined the Rams. He wasn't asked to be the number one receiver. We knew that was still going to be Cooper Cup. And he was able to slide in. Um, I, I think he needs to go for a similar situation where coming off of a, a, another knee injury, another tear in his leg, that he can fit in, he can go, grow throughout the course of the season as it concludes, and just kind of build up on the way out. We know if Odell goes back to the New York Giants, the New York media is going to make a big to-do out of it. The, the team, the players on the team are now going to have to answer for it. And sure, a lot of them will probably be happy he's there. You know, uh, Saquon talked about him coming back. I just don't know if it makes a big enough of a difference. And I don't know if the New York Giants are enough of a contender. Do they need wide receiver depth? Absolutely. Do you trust Daniel Jones to do it? Is Odell going to choose Daniel Jones over, I don't know, Josh Allen? We got to see. Well, right now they're saying it's between them and the Cowboys. And I don't know. That's what I heard. I mean, you probably know well, more. But is, I wouldn't I wouldn't close the door on two, you know. So we'll, we'll see how it happens. I just I don't think it nets anything for either party. Um, we got to see where Odell decides to go. We'll, we'll talk about it more on the show, Sean. I appreciate you, man. All right. Later. No doubt about it. Yeah, we'll, we'll get into that. Let's put that on the agenda tomorrow. Where the hell is best for Odell to go? We'll get into that. It's the JR Sport Re Show on CBS Sports Radio. Before I roll out, I'm going to get some more of your calls. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Hey JR, such a fan of yours, man. Thanks for taking my call. And you know, you don't always get the most sane of callers, but you always handle it with such professionalism. And I really appreciate your content you put out, man. Call in now at 855 212 cbs Thank you, man. I'm a I'm a professional. I'm so professional, I'm gonna let you know this right now. The Defensive Player of the Week is proudly sponsored by the Navy Federal Credit Union, who proudly serves the Armed Forces DOD, veterans and their families. Their members are the mission. You can learn more at NavyFederal.org. I watched this game over the weekend. This was LSU against Arkansas. LSU won 13-10. It was cold out there. And the player, freshman, Harold Perkins Jr. This man had four sacks. 
he forced two fumbles in the game. He played out of his mind. He's the defensive player of the week, and he's just getting started. 855-212-4CBS. 855-212-4CBS. Let's get a couple more of your calls in before I have to roll out. Amy Lawrence going to come through at the top of the hour. You know this by now. Tomorrow I'm going to give you a top six list. This is what we do Wednesday nights into Thursday mornings. And because we've been talking a lot about money, I want to talk about contracts. I'm going to look at some of the worst contracts in sports, but we'll do that tomorrow. Jamie's calling from Kentucky. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, JR. It's nice to talk to you. First Likewise. time caller, been listening to you for a, a, quite a while. Thank you uh, so much. Just wanted to say uh, kudos to you for what you do for Special Olympics. I think that's awesome. And as far as this crypto goes, I, I would stay away from it. I don't like something that I can't see and I can't control. I understand that. Do you think there is any type of future in digital currency? Probably somewhere down the line, but I think they need to get where you can have some kind of regulations on it, some kind of set boundaries. At this point, you don't have anything. So it's really scary to put your money out there and have no guarantee of any kind of of a return at all. Not to mention you can't even trace it, really. I mean... It's just out there in the atmosphere somewhere. Yeah, I hear you, Jamie. Well, thank you so much for calling up. Uh, Call up more often, okay? All right, I sure will. You have a good night. You as well. Thank you, Jamie. That is one surprising thing. I'm not shocked at anyone who, you know, wanted to dabble or dip in crypto. I have. I know plenty of people. I, have. I know people who have made money. I know people who have lost money. Uh, the concept, I, I understand it. I believe in it. But not for right now. It's like someone who says, oh, get in the water. It's good. The water is great. The water is good. It's just like, no, I don't trust you. I want to see 20 other people get in the water first and see how they react before I even decide to get in and hop in. And so it is that it was always surprising to me that we would have just widespread acceptance. Like this is the next big thing. You have to get on board. Where we had arenas taking money from traders. Really? What? Miami took money. The city, the arena took money to name their arena FTX. Here today, gone tomorrow, something that pops up that quick, it's like building a house. It's like, I can build a house tomorrow. Is it going to last? Can I live in it? Rich is here from Chicago. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Good evening, Jay. All right. What's up, Rich? I'm here. What's up? Yeah, I was going to point out a couple of things to both you and your listeners about this crypto nonsense. Uh, yeah, the, Miami did go down. But one of the things that should be apparent to most people, I'm a marketing guy, so I, I know a little bit about this. There are 18 stadiums that are named after banks, have the naming rights. Fundamental banks. And part of it is the acceptance of the currency. Yes, that's true. But more importantly, the reason for that is that the teams have a banking relationship with the naming rights 
In other words, they're getting financed and doing lines of credit, et cetera, through those banks. So one one kind of fly-by-night guy in Miami isn't going to change anything. And as it relates to crypto, that to me is nonsense. I mean, yeah, you can probably make money or lose money, as you pointed out, but the volatility, and it's baseless, there aren't that many people that are in it. When you take a look at the people that are trading it, they're tall speculative, and most of them are rookies. Most of them don't understand that you need to have a fundamental asset, underlying asset, to back crypto, and they don't have it. I think it's like throwing your money away. But, you know, I guess if you want to trade it and you think you can get rich quick, there's enough people out there doing that. Yeah, and I, I think you, you have enough, and thank you, Rich, for calling up from Chicago. You got enough people who do have money on the largest scale who can throw some of it away. Not me. It's the JR Sport Re Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. Volatility is the word. Here today, going tomorrow. Just because it pops up doesn't mean it's something worth, you know, getting with. And so, yeah, sure, FTX Arena was there, and now it's gone. If Crypto.com Arena, if they have to change that name, because Crypto.com has to potentially declare bankruptcy, I, I, I'm not going to laugh because there's some people that are really going to lose money. I'm just going to shake my damn head. Like sometimes you got to go with something that's a little bit more stable, a little bit more proven if you get my drift. It's the JR Sport Re Show here on CBS Sports Radio, but now we are about to be a wrap. Hey, Shep, thank you again for another amazing night. Thank you, JR. Thank you for an amazing night and week at always, man. No doubt. And we'll be back with you tomorrow at 10 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Pacific. I already told you this. We're going to talk about Odell Beckham Jr. You hear Jerry Jones talking about it. You hear Giants talking about it. Where is the best landing spot for Odell? And then also, I'll give you a new top six list. We're going to talk about some of the worst contracts currently in sports. You can find me online at JR Sport Brief, but stick around right here on CBS Sports Radio. I'm gone, but Amy Lawrence, she's coming up next. She's good. Don't move. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.